0: Thank you for contacting the South MIMS University Queuing Studies Department. To help direct your call, please choose from the following options. Press 1 for admissions. Press 2 for information on fees. Press 3 to speak to our queue counselling service. Press 4 to book tickets for our special lecture, Queuing for Godot. We are currently experiencing a large number of calls. Your call has been placed in a queue. Estimated waiting times are between 10 and 15 minutes.
1: Welcome to the South Mims U podcast. And in this episode, we're going to talk about cues, or as our American cousins call them, lines. They're a fact of life. We hate them. We can't bear them. We try to avoid them, but we cannot escape them. They exist in the flesh and online in that mysterious pulsing world of the digital realm. Whatever we want to do, to buy, to participate in, usually starts with a queue. Some are long, some are short, some are annoying, others are dreadful. And well, actually, a few can be utterly delightful. For instance, I met my wife in a queue. Luckily, I happened to record the moment.
2: Um, excuse me. Uh... If you join this queue, you're getting faster. Oh, really? How, how how can you tell? Oh, I have a sixth sense when it comes to queues. You do? <laughs> well, I was actually going to ask you um, if this particular queue was the one for registering for a travel card. Oh, they're all for that. But this one will go quicker. How can you tell? See over there? Where? The first queue by the door. Yes? See the large man, three people back from the counter? Yes. He has a speech impediment. Oh, really? So he'll take three times as long to get his form filled in. Right, right, poor thing. Oh, oh, I sympathise, but I am in a hurry. Are you? Yeah, I'm running late for my appointment.
1: OK, um, um, what about the line next
2: to us? Line? Sorry, Q. Are you American? No, no. Well, I think there are too many Americanisms nowadays. I'd prefer the word Q. Well, sorry, sorry. Oh, don't say sorry, it's not your fault. OK, so I'm not in that line because the clerk at the counter is a chatterbox. She's been on some course about customer service and she's trying to engage with people on a human level instead of just filling in details and getting those cards issued. Right, so she'll take a long time with each customer? You're getting the hang of it.
1: And this queue? I mean, the one you've obviously so carefully selected,
2: uh, seems but it seems to have more people in it. Well... This cue has triplets in it. Really? Look more carefully. Oh, you're right. Oh, I never noticed that. Successful queuing is all about observation, calculation and instinct.
1: Right, so the clerk will get through those three
2: triplets more quickly because... Same birthdays, same parents, same details. That's genius. Well, I'm a genius. <laughs> and you, you're cute. <laughs> And that, dear listener, is why
1: I chose to do a PhD in the art, science and philosophy of queues and queuing. And the only place I could do it was at South Mims University, which now has the world's only faculty of queuing studies. The problem is that my first lecture is ticket only, and the only way to get a ticket is by phone or online, and I'm told that demand is high. So I'm in a telephone queue and an online one at the same time I mean I'm doing that right now and I'm hoping I haven't left it too late oh hold on something's happening
0: thank you for waiting your call is important to us we are experiencing high demand please be patient estimated wait time is now three hours and 42 minutes oh no our queuing system is the most sophisticated in the world and responds to real-time inputs. Please wait.
3: Hello, queuing for Godo ticket line. Please wait while we check your details. Ah,
1: oh, that's a bit of luck. I got through.
3: Your telephone number matches the identity code for Tarquin Anderson. You have been allocated one ticket for the lecture. Please collect it from the South MIMS Student Union by three o'clock today. Thank you. Goodbye. But...
1: Oh, well, at least I have a ticket. I'll pop down to the student union to get them. I might also get a wonderful grilled Mexican chicken sandwich at the campus Deli on my way. Well, please come with me, dear listener. You join me in another queue. This one is a real queue. A human queue. That would be a good title for a book, actually. The Human Queue.
4: <laughs> That's good, the human cue, like the human zoo. Sorry, what? The human zoo, Desmond Morris, 1970s, the popular anthropologist, author of The Naked Ape. Oh yes, yes, sorry. Um, You waiting in line for the grilled chicken Mexican? Oh, definitely. It's amazing. Uh, It's unique. Only in South Mims, eh? Only in South
1: Mims. You a student? Uh, Do I look like one? Sure. Uh,
4: mature student. Do I look that old? Uh, Yeah, at least uh, 65. What? No. Uh, Only kidding. This cue is moving slowly, though. Uh, That's just your perception. Is it? Yeah, because you're hungry. Cue when you're not hungry and the line moves fast. Cue when you're starving and a minute seems like an hour. It's all in the science and psychology of cueing. You sound like an expert. I am an expert.
1: Oh, and uh, an American.
4: Are the two mutually exclusive? Oh, I
1: didn't mean that. No, not at
4: all. Sorry. Don't worry, I was kidding. You going to the lecture?
1: Yes, I am. Really looking forward
4: to it. Are you going too? I'm giving it. What? Oh, so you're, uh... Professor Vladimir Estragon at your service. Oh, my
1: God, I didn't realise.
4: The picture they use on my books is way old. I had hair back then. It's an honour, Professor Estragon. Oh, call me Vlad. Vlad the Impatient. Sorry? My nickname. My nickname. It's ironic. It's, I'm the most patient person in every queue, but they call me Vlad the Impatient. You know, Vlad the Impaler. It's a comic illusion. Oh, of course. Sorry. I, I just get a bit confused. No problem. You're hungry. This queue seems interminable. It feels interminable. You're hungry. Your quest is within sight. But there are all these people between you and that succulent fried chicken and spicy Mexican sauce.
1: Oh, you're actually making it worse.
4: <laughs> Let's make a deal. We'll get two sandwiches, and that'll take at least one person out of the queue. Deal? Deal. Then we can go get our tickets for the lecture.
1: But you don't need a ticket. I mean, you are the lecturer.
4: No, but I have to queue up to get into my own lecture, or I won't be entering into the spirit of the whole thing. I don't understand. Best place to study queues is in a queue. You never stop learning in this business. Learning and waiting, waiting and learning. It's what queues are all about. So you as
1: a world expert in
4: queues deliberately queue up for your own classes. Sure I do. Like the famous Johnny Cash song says, I wait the line. Isn't it walk the line? Come on, lighten up. What's your name by the way? Tarquin Anderson.
1: I'm a sophomore.
4: A first year? Yes,
1: but I thought I'd use the American term.
4: How oh, sophomore. Oh, I'm kidding. Where's your famous British irony?
1: Sorry, I'm still hungry.
4: We're next. Lighten up. Relish the Q. Queue has a lot to teach you, and not just about queuing, but human nature, psychology, and society. Sorry. <laughs> oh, here we are. Two of your excellent grilled Mexican chicken sandwiches. They're on me, Tarkin' old boy.
1: Oh, thank you.
4: Now, let's get queuing for those tickets.
1: Well, now we're waiting to pick up our tickets. There are four separate queues and Professor Estragon and I are mulling over
4: which one to join. Call me Vlad, okay? Sorry, yes. Now, here we have quite an old-fashioned approach to queuing. Really? Why? It's called parallel queuing. That's because there are four different servers at four different windows with a queue in front of each of them. Why
1: is that old-fashioned?
4: Because you don't see it so often. Parallel queuing can be the source of a lot of psychological distress for customers. I see, but why? First, got to make a choice. Which queue shall we join?
1: Oh, God, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, you know, I actually met my wife this way. She'd know which one to join in a heartbeat.
4: How about the first one?
1: No, it's got two old people. They always take longer. Uh, this one, uh, this looks shorter.
4: Old people don't necessarily take longer, but okay, it's your decision. Did I get it wrong? I don't know if you've got it wrong. We'll only find out while we wait. If one of the other lines goes faster, then we'll know we were wrong, or you might be right. That's what makes a cue fascinating.
1: You called it a parallel cue?
4: Yes. Nowadays, the serpentine queue is favoured. What's that? A single long line. You see, it offers more benefits psychologically. Why is that? Because it's a FCFS. First come, first serve. It's also the most democratic. Democratic? Fair it's seen to be fair. You see, if you have four separate windows, then you get four separate queues, and people perceive the movement of the other queues as faster than their own. That makes them frustrated. They also don't think it's fair that their weight is randomly controlled by fate. Fate. One line might have a faster server at the window or fewer complicated requests from customers, or you might even get people who cut into other lines from slower lines and That gets people riled.
1: So a serpentine queue is like a long snake?
4: Yes, and it's harder to cut in. And you also smooth out the effect of the ability of the servers at the window or till. You get to the head of the queue, and you have four options to go to. And that feels fairer and faster than having to choose between different queues. That means you're more willing to join a long queue because it seems fair and once you've been served, you walk away less frustrated or angry.
1: Right, yes, I never thought of it that way before.
4: If you're a business, a supermarket for instance, you want your customers to end their shopping experience in a good way. Getting stuck in a queue is not great and that might affect the shopper's perception of your brand. So, creating a single queue, whether it's for staff tills or self-service tills, means that you can generate a more consistent flow and an experience that feels more even and fair.
1: Now you mention it, that does sound obvious.
4: Best science is always obvious when you understand it.
1: Right, but here, I mean, that line with the family is moving much faster than ours now.
4: It looks like it, and that's the psychology of queuing. The time it might take you to get your ticket is now uncertain, and uncertainty isn't something humans like at all. So... The best way to reduce uncertainty and improve the customer experience is to adopt the serpentine queue and then communicate. Communicate. Yeah, as you'll see, there are no signs or screens here. All we can see is servers at Windows and four separate queues. We don't know how long we'll be here or even whether we'll get a ticket at the end of the wait.
1: Well, mine has been reserved, or or at least that's what they said.
4: Yeah, but the longer you wait, the more you'll start thinking you won't get a ticket. Do you think so? Nah, you'll get a ticket. Don't worry. But what modern enterprises do is to provide information and context. Even telling customers that the office is busy or that... There are servers short or there's a problem with the system. That kind of communication mollifies queues. It's like when you're on a train and it just stops and you don't have a clue why it stopped or how long you'll be stuck in that dark tunnel. If within 30 seconds the driver or conductor tells you that there's a problem or a delay or whatever, and you'll be moving in two minutes, then that two minutes doesn't feel like an eternity. Of course, yeah, you're right. What other organizations also do is to issue tickets for queues. And then you can see the numbers turning on a screen and you can calculate how long you'll be waiting. That all helps.
1: So that's because the psychology of queuing is all about perception of time and access to information, right? You got it. You're a natural. Uh, Oh, hold on. We're moving. We're next.
4: See? It's never as bad as you think it'll be.
1: Uh, Hello. Um, I've got a ticket reserved under the name Tarquin Anderson. Right, so we've got our tickets, but now we have to wait in the foyer. The tickets don't have seat numbers, so seats are on a first-come, first-served basis, which is a bit of a surprise.
5: I say! Is it you? Is it really you? Vlad the Impatient by Jove! What a sight for sore eyes, old Bean!
4: Malaby! That Russia clichés couldn't have come from anyone else!
5: Ha! Queuing up for your own lecture, eh? (laughs) Very democratic of you! Who's this young pup?
4: One of my new students. Uh, Tarquin Anderson, sir.
5: He called me sir. How old-fashioned for such a young man. He isn't that young. Well, I'm a mature student here at South Mims. No student is mature. If he's really a student, what? Hey? Ha! Part of the fun is getting out to high jinks on campus, You what?
4: Now, Sir Mallaby. Are you actually a sir? He is. A Knight of the Realm. Emeritus Professor in Q, anomics. QAnon? No, no, no. Q-E-nomics. The
5: economics of queuing. I'm one of the chief advisors to the Bolts at the Bank of England, and an ambassador for queues at the United Nations. Ergo, I'm bloody important.
4: Please bow in my
5: presence. <laughs> actually bloody bow.
4: Go easy on a Malaby. I'm fine, I'm fine. It's an honour to meet you, Sir Malaby.
5: Uh, Malaby Fortescue Quint. Uh, qu- quince? Quint. Now. What are you doing with this yank? Old Estragon is out to try and co-opt you into his research team of young pups who he sends out to queue everywhere and anywhere in the world, all for the sake of insights. We just met in the queue to get a ticket for my lecture. How serendipitous! Actually, I I met my wife in a queue. How unfortunate! Oh, why? Call me old-fashioned, but women in queues...
4: I just don't think it's fitting. What he means is... What
5: I mean is... I'm pulling your wooden leg, old boy!
4: Ha! <laughs> ha! You haven't changed.
5: Now, old Bean. You don't mind if I call you Tark, do you? Suits your demeanour. I don't mind at all, sir Well then, old chap. Funny you should mention your old lady and the uh, meat cute in a queue, because that's one of the origins of the very word. You mean Q? Of course I mean Q. What else would I mean? (laughs) Ha ha! Don't look so hurt all the time. Vlad, this pup is a sensitive soul, isn't he? One of those snowflakes they're going on about on talk radio. Just
4: explain the origin of the word, Mallaby. Well, we edge forward in this serpentine cube.
5: Oh, yes, yes, Where was I? Uh, the lady's cute, yes. Ah. Now, in heraldry, a cube forché is the tail of a beast. Uh, no, that's not right. Uh, I'm not implying that your dear wife is a beast. Is she? No, no, she's not a beast. Lucky you. Lady Agatha is a beast most weekends. Stay in line, Malaby. Huh? Ah yes, now, in the Middle Ages, a double Q was a band of parchment that was attached to a letter with seals on the end, so, you see, a sequence of things in a line. The French called a long plait of hair, uh, worn down the back of one's head, female or male, a Q peruque. And, of course, the Frenchies began to use the word for a line of people or things, and us Brits adopted the word in the uh, late 18th century. Fascinating. But you said you were an expert in the economics of queues.
4: Did I? You did because you are.
5: I did because I am. Vlad is quite correct. You see, there is such a thing as queuing theory. It's something to do with mathematics, or math, as the Yanks say.
4: I like to use maths. It's about many numbers and is therefore plural. You've lived here too long, old chap. That's why I don't often call a cue a line, as my fellow Americans do. Actually, line is the older term for cue.
5: Shakespeare used it in Old Macbeth.
4: Really? What will the line stretch out to the crack of doom? Whoa, I thought old Laurence Olivier had just been exhumed. So the Americans actually use the more traditional English word, though they do so for reasons of logic as well as history. A line of people is, well, a line of people. But,
5: with the coming of the computer age, the word Q started to be used in uh, coding. Before that, it was used in telephone exchanges, and now, strangely, the word is gaining ground in the States because Netflix uses the word for the films or programs people are waiting to be watched. That's fascinating. He's impressed,
4: Malaby, old chap.
5: Well, I am Professor Emeritus, which means I am grand and grandiloquent. So, the economics, Sir Mellaby? Ah, yes, it's simple, old chap. You have to gauge the length of the queue and the number of people employed to serve the people in it. You don't want people waiting too long because the key to success is the perception of how long it will take you to get to the front of the queue. If you see one server and a long line of people, you won't buy the product. If you see ten servers and very few people, you think something is amiss with the product or service. So, the balance between a steadily moving queue and enough servers is key to success. That's what I advise on, and very lucrative it is too. Oh look, now we're at the front of this queue. Uh, we, We can go in and attend the lecture.
4: Will you tell him, or shall I? You tell them.
5: No, no, it was your idea.
4: Tarquin, you just had the lecture. The cue was the lecture. What you're going to hear now is your second lecture. Welcome to the Faculty of Cueing Studies. And you just passed your first
3: test.
1: Wow, thank you.
4: That was great.
3: After you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the South Mims University podcast. You now have four options. Press 1 to listen to another of our amusing and informative podcasts. Press 2 to end the show and return to your lives. Press 3 to subscribe and like. Press 4 to never see another cue in the same way again, and understand that cues might seem pointless, but when you see them in a different light, they are more entertaining. Press 5 for Waiting for Godot by Samuel Beckett in Esperanto. Your call is in a queue, and we apologize for the delay. Your ears are important to us and we appreciate your patience.